hit recording. Reporting live at Northfart mm. Studio. <laughs> With a Capri Sun. Yeah, it's Saturday night. <laughs> You've literally it's been slipping down the, that Capri. Friday night. It's, yeah, it is a Friday night. Thank God. Hang on, I have to ring out my Capri Sun. Fuck. To get all the liquid out, you know? Like a towel, like a di like a dish rag. You didn't need to look me in the eyes saying that. You're like, do you ever drink the dirty dish water after you're done? Shut yeah, you don't want to waste it. Well, Shut yeah, because like you get all the all the yummy little scraps from your your days old food, you know. Yeah, just put a cap of bleach in that thing, and it's yeah, good to go. Yeah. Just slurp. By right the way, up. I wanted to vent. Who's been taking the scraps out of the the bottom <laughs> of the sink? I've been trying to save those. Ooh. I've been getting hungry lately. <laughs> yeah, little, little midnight snack. My food. <laughs> little midnight snack, huh? Alex? Hey, I contribute to that pile just as much as you do. So okay, split it up. <laughs> All right, you know you're right. Everyone That's knows right. you package it up, you divide it into how many house members you have, you put it in a little Tupperware, and you hide it. You sew it away. <laughs> I take it to lunch at work, and I get like four or three pieces of Dude, some I'm whatever. I'm so <laughs> jealous of everyone else's scrap jar. <laughs> Mine's gotten pretty big. But. You should see Tom's scraps. He's got like he's got a fucking smorgage board of food a to choose. Smorgage, smorgage board. Is it is it sport gauge board? <laughs> what? I'm pretty sure it's like smorgasbord. What, right? what is this thing? It's a real thing. Yeah, you, you don't know, know what a, a smorgage board is. It's no, not it's even not even smorgasbord. You're not taking like charcuterie. First of all, it's smorgage board, and it's. Smallish board. Smorgish <laughs> board? You haven't been taking your Dutch on Duolingo. No, I haven't. <laughs> Is that a Dutch no, word? It's probably German. Yeah, Who if knows? I had a guess. I think so. If I had a guess, it sounds German. Smorgish is like the most German thing I've ever heard. It's probably not even smorgish. Watch. I hope someone corrects well, me. Watch. Doesn't look it up. Watch. Watch. We're all wrong. <laughs> Actually, you, yeah, you I'm corrected me. I'm going to Jamie this. Yeah. Welcome to the North you, <laughs> Podcast. Do you guys know how to say smorgage board? Where'd you guys <laughs> smorgage, dude? <laughs> I'm Zane. I'm Alex. I'm Anthony. And I'm Anaya. Yeah, we Woo! have Anaya back. Woo! And we're at her house. True. Our house. <laughs> Not In my house. In the of the street. Our house. I fucking hate that song. Dude, it Why? plays at work. It plays Why? at work constantly, and I fucking hate it. It's one of those songs that I heard just randomly in my childhood, and I heard it once or twice, and it never left my mind. And it's, that mean, that means it's a fucking banger. No. <laughs> I heard because I... I uh, I was reintroduced to it in the middle of the street. <laughs> I'm at a payphone. Oh my god! <laughs> Get out no, of here, Adam. Let it go. <laughs> I was introduced to it at like a younger age, and it just stuck with me ever since. So, like, I I was reintroduced to it recently, and I listened back to it. And I'm like, the song fucking blows. <laughs> like, it's just a bad song. I feel like it the, is the only place you hear that song is in like. On the radio randomly mm -hmm. or like like at 3 a.m. or some shit or in like a fucking end credits like scene in a movie <laughs> like the end of like a family yeah, sitcom. Of, and of then like it's like, movie. Yeah, yeah, everyone's everyone gets around at the end of the table or at the uh, table together at the end. And then they're all like the, the slow house <laughs> in the middle of the street. And, and then everyone, everyone in the theater jumps. is getting down. Yeah. All of yeah. Them. yeah. Yeah, it Freeze frame suicide. <laughs> 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 
dark turn on our house. <laughs> the way that Zane would like it to go. Why me? Because <laughs> yeah. you hate the song. Okay, but I don't want them to fucking die. <laughs> I don't want them to kill themselves. I just want them to not make that song. I want the creators of our house to go fucking die. No, I like you. Toxic. We don't, don't actually, fuck your song. <laughs> we hate your song, but don't actually go die. Don't this let is me a in. Message of positivity. Three fourths of the people here hate Whoa, this song. Hold up. You are. I'm a supporter. Excluding. You? I'm a. Yeah, no, I'm, excluding I'm not mutually excluding I'm myself. Excluding I'm excluding myself. <laughs> He's excluding himself as in a fan of the song, not in as a. So uh, I'm including myself you guys are excluding i'm pretty yourself. indifferent to the song i don't like it but like i so you do don't get, like it i got caught <laughs> i get caught on like the uh the catchy bit of it and it's that's just the like, only thing what's that I the catchy really bit? say that what do you think uh, the catchy <laughs> bit is, the only is thing there a, is there a verse to that song yes there why is. why <laughs> What? He's never even heard the song. Yeah. The whole fake <laughs> man, dude. Only listen to it in movie credit scenes or on the radio at <laughs> 3 a.m. I don't remember that shit. And so you're going to die on that hill and be like, this song's yeah. a banger. This song's yeah. fine. Yeah. yeah. You haven't even listened to the whole thing. I bet you we look at the lyrics right now. It'll be like, Lyrical genius, words on top of words, layers. Dick Rider for yeah. Crosby, Stills, <laughs> Nash, and Young. <laughs> So who? <laughs> you want to know who the, the creator of the best song is in that the like world? 30, you named like 30 people. There's four, <laughs> dudes on, there's four dudes on the song. I can't help it. That's just what Google says. <laughs> Google's fucking, they're fucking up. I'm Did you make, figure out how to pronounce smorgageboard? No, that's yeah, that's still in the queue. In the queue? Yeah, he's deflecting. <laughs> Absolutely. How do, how do I spell it? He's, defle <laughs> he's deflecting, Wait, but he where, wrapped back around. Where was the first time you guys heard that word? What? Probably TV. Smorgageboard. smorgageboard. I know for I, sure it was Spongebob. Like fucking 10 minutes ago. I didn't really? know what a smorgageboard what? was. <laughs> I literally have to Siri this because I can't spell it and Google doesn't know what I'm talking about. I've hey, Google, a, what's a smorgageboard? Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I've heard a lot in the culinary world. Oh, in the culinary world? Yeah. I've only heard it in fucking Spongebob. To be honest, <laughs> Anaya just rolled her eyes no, at me. I, I was literally just about to say, what episode is there a smorgasbord in fucking SpongeBob? Because now I'm interested. They got like, I don't even know what episode it was, but somebody had like a tray of food and they were. I think it was like Mr. Krabs or someone. They were like, oh, you got a smorgasbord there, buddy, oh or some God. shit. Smorgasbord. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Yo, Krabs, known for guys... saying buddy. <laughs> sponge? <laughs> I don't know. Good going, Sponge. <laughs> Hey, plate cleaner. <laughs> plate cleaner. <laughs> we should watch SpongeBob later. We should, yeah. Honestly, since we finished watching JoJo, I've been. We should watch SpongeBob next. I think that's a good series. That's the next anime to. that, like, it's yeah. like a spiritual successor, basically. <laughs> it's JoJo. the spiritual successor to Family Guy. <laughs> <laughs> After, After global warming submerged Peter Lois and. Meg. Yeah. Not Chris. <laughs> no. Well, he's too big. Chris is too big to get submerged. Why? He's a big boy. Chill. He floats. No. Everyone, every, I mean, everybody floats in water. So when they're dead. Factually. <laughs> well, that's they float harder. <laughs> <laughs> they float real you hard. You're so buoyant right now. Are you yeah. <laughs> Fucking dead, bro. You're floating hard right now. <laughs> Enough of this dumbass topic. Did we? 
What? I still want to know how to pronounce smorgasbord. <laughs> I, I literally cannot look it up because okay, I don't know, know how, how to spell it. No one knows how to spell it. This is an ancient word. Yeah. Like, you tried to use the voice to text. I'm <laughs> yeah, and it picked up everybody else. And I have to okay, have try, complete, try si- now. Okay. Try now. complete silence. I, I got it. You motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> it's smorgasbord. Smorgasbord. Like, Smorgas. like smorgasbord. Smorgasbord. Okay, a sense. buffet offering a variety of hot and cold meats, salads, hors d'oeuvres, etc. Oh, yeah. Hold up. So it's an extended charcuterie board. Smorgasbord. 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 Okay. Anyways. A real topic. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the incel solution. <laughs> that's that's not what I intended for it to be. But it's just like how I would remember it. Because I was talking to Anthony uh, before the podcast just to get him caught up on... To get him primed? Yeah, yeah he was, there was ready for incel. He was like priming little... me for his final solution. <laughs> <laughs> stop, stop saying it like that. I'm not trying to You're genocide. the one who said it like that. I'm not that. trying to genocide anybody. <laughs> Anyways... What? <laughs> um, so Jordan Peterson and Olivia Wilde have beef now because Olivia Wilde called him the king of incels and he started crying as he usually does. And the the point that I wanted to talk about was like what uh, Jordan Peterson is for like his audience, like a lot of incels like Jordan Peterson. I'm not going to say every person who likes Jordan Peterson is an insult, but there's like a high correlation between them. <laughs> uh, stats don't lie. I'm, just stats don't lie. <laughs> I'm not saying it. The stats just... <laughs> but like the stats are there. Um, and Jordan Peterson kind of gets clowned on for being emotional or crying a lot. And I feel like that that is... I don't, I don't agree with a lot of what Jordan Peterson says. I think he does have a lot of like bird brain takes. Mm. But what he does for his audience, like the self-help nature of his uh, the, the advice... Selvers. The selfers, the selfers. He gives a lot of good advice on self help, which I do have to commend him for. And I think it's good for his community of incels to actually learn from that because he, they also look up to him. So they're going to be like, okay, I'm going to listen to him instead of, you know, anybody else. People clown on Jordan Peterson for crying a lot or being emotional, but I feel like honestly that's a good thing, and that we should have more of. Maybe yeah. he does cry I, too much. I have but no that's idea of Jordan Peterson's like, uh, Twitter or internet presence like the so Jordan Peterson he's like he got popular like in 2017 2018 around then like because he was a he was a college professor for psychology mm-hmm. and he was like de- debating some students like outside of his lecture because um, they like protested him because he had said something about this bill it was like in Canada called C16 all it was is basically saying that you can't like discriminate against like trans people for jobs and stuff like on the basis of them being trans oh, okay. um, and, you, and you have to like respect their gender identity or whatever Which side was Jordan on Jordan was on the other side <laughs> saying uh-huh. <laughs> because he saw it as like a um, like thought police coming down and policing our words and like oh, doing okay. this like they're making me buy into the liberal like bullshit theory of trans ideology or whatever the fuck you know mm. like some Okay. A little, like, kind of crazy and stupid. Like, anything he says that has to do with, like, politics or sociology is generally... his like politics. It's generally dog shit. Like, he uh, is just, like, bad at analyzing things, in my opinion. Like Zane said, like, his self-help and a lot of, like, his psychology stuff is, like, pretty good. You know okay. what I mean? Because I mean, like, like, that's, would... that's what he studied. He studied psychology. So, like, mm. he's pretty good at that. He didn't study politics or anything like that. So, he's... 
you can be horribly informed on one yeah. thing and uninformed on another. Absolutely. It's just how it goes. Yeah. You choose where, where you, you get your specialization. Time. Yeah. So as much as he gets clowned on, I think that figurehead of like what he's actually helping people with is actually a pretty good thing for a lot of incels because that's how you get out of that mindset is basically you yourself have to get out of that. Yeah, is yeah. he like promoting like because you're saying that a lot of incels go to him. Is it because he, he's called like the king of incels? What kind of like incel like there's no correlation traits? between yeah. like what he actually teaches as incel I, behavior versus people who follow him. It's just like one of those things that he attracts these kinds of people. Oh, well, here, here's what I'll, I'll say. What, what might attract them is because like the his very public like political takes that he makes like they are very in line with certain like right leaning like, right right okay. leaning ideologies i'm not going to say that <clears throat> jordan peterson is alt right or jordan peterson is like he has like the same ideology as an incel cuz i don't think that's true okay yeah um, that's what i've been confused yeah. about the entire yeah. time uh, it's just that like a lot of incels like latch on to him and like will um cuz a lot of like his so Jordan Peterson wrote a book called 12 Rules for Life. Mm. And like, it's like this self-help psychology book. I actually bought it like a while ago and, and read through like half of it. And it, it was like, okay. Because I was like, back then I did kind of like Jordan Peterson, like some of his psychology stuff. When was it? <clears throat> high school? Huh? Yeah, in high school. Um, and the, uh, or like right after college. Um, right after high school? Right yeah, right college? after high school in my bed. Um, and so like the, and like, it's really basic shit. like clean your room, make your bed. Very basic shit yeah, that like... sold a book yeah. about it. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, like a big thing is like... Because uh, like when you're depressed and shit, like you let a lot of other things go. So it's oh, like, yeah, no. you know, if sure. a big thing in, in his like ideology is like before you go and try to change anything about the world or change anything about, you know, the outside, whatever, you know, you have to get your own home in order. Mm -hmm. You know, like that's like a big principle of his. And um, subconsciously, <laughs> it's those little wins that kind of help you pull forward, yeah. especially out of depression and such and such, because you let things pile up like you have laundry, like you don't make your bed or anything, you don't. And then you feel like shit and beat yourself yeah. up for missing out on those chores. Yeah. yeah. And it makes you more anxious. It makes you <clears throat> less willing to do those things and it's those uh just step-by-step -step incremental pushes you can do for yourself to eventually be able to just do all this stuff no problem because you get into the routine of doing it and yeah. you're helping yourself along the way it makes things easier for you and you're not in as much of a like cluttered space both mentally and physically so i feel like that uh what he's perpetrating there is actually a really good thing for a yeah, lot no, of people it's not bad at all it is kind of basic <clears throat> because a lot of people just know that's yeah, like the first thing of basic but needed yeah sometimes people need saying, it yeah because yeah. it's like a lot of his um he'll talk about like uh experiences that he has with fans a lot how a lot of them don't really like talk to their dads or like have good role models or things like that you know what i mean so um and then like once they read his book or listen to his lectures, they have some experience and then that changes. Um, and that's cool. You know, I think that's like a good thing for incels mm -hmm. and for people in general, you know, like you don't necessarily have to be like an incel to like get something from Jeter, Jeter Porterson's work. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan Peterson's work. But, um, you know, you really made him authentic. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know why that was so funny to me. <laughs> I miss I misspoke and then I just committed to the misspeak. So, um, but yeah. So like I don't know. It's is he, just, is he like a is he fundamentally like a traditionalist? Probably yeah. Like he's he's 
like kind of liberal in some ways, but definitely conservative in others. Like he very much values like hierarchy and things like that. He thinks that there are like naturally determined hierarchies. I think that's, um, that's just weird. Yeah. Well, yeah. He, well, I mean, he it says makes that, sense if he, if he like studies psychology and he's like studying society based on like, really? yeah. Well, so like his, cause I, I read his book or at least like half of it. So like a lot of like what he based it off of is like, <clears throat> like lobsters and other animals in the animal kingdom. They, a lot of them organize themselves hierarchically and they have like, very good structured societies that like allow flourishing whatever you know did this yeah. dude make up the alpha beta concept <laughs> no that's he probably not him. follows it but I, I don't know if he does I, I don't think i've ever heard him say alpha or beta in his well, life well if he's talking about hierarchies in like the animal kingdom what else really well, is there well I mean, no i think i think he's more talking it, about but... like well like there are like leaders and followers like they're like that's like his his set, like what he believes that there are there have to be like people in like upper echelons and like other upper echelons to like help, you know, yeah. well, control society. The basically. thing is with that is I think that a lot of people who uh, buy into that kind of like structural need, uh, they think that it's like a natural thing for humans to do that. When in reality, it's just beneficial yeah. to do that, but it's not always beneficial. It doesn't always have to be like that. No, humans yeah. don't have like a natural need to be led or like to yeah. lead for certain people for alpha males or whatever because mm -hmm. like we're we are vastly smarter than a lot of the other animals in the animal kingdom just because they do it doesn't mean that we should also do it or like we have to do that because mm -hmm. our intelligence lets us lets us break away from that mold that natural need to do those kinds of things so while a leader may help in a lot of situations, like at a job, it's not needed because we're so smart in, in reference to like other animals in the kingdom. That yeah. kind of brings me into like a slightly related tangent where it's the idea that managers are like coworkers. They the only separating difference between you and your manager is that A, they deal with logistics and then B they're the first person who gets to fire you if you mess up on something <laughs> that they don't even decide. And they're on salary. Yeah, they're... Yeah, okay, yeah, they're on salary too. Yeah, that too. But yeah, like, they're just like... They get paid to deal with the amount of work that they do. Therefore, they are justified in their position. But they are still 100% your coworker. Mm -hmm. like A lot of people... I probably don't have that mindset where like right. they, they think that a manager is someone that is... Is like your boss... Like they're untouchable or something. Oh. Like I would consider a boss a coworker as well, but I guess like, a, are you specifically saying a direct manager? Uh, I don't know. Uh, because like in the instance in which I'm speaking, most times I'm talking about like, oh, you have like, uh, say you have like your kitchen manager, uh, in like they are in just like in literally like one position above you, uh, managing your like segment essentially. Because I've been through like a couple kitchens and I've been around a few kitchens. <laughs> like I've, I've seen I've seen just like a lot of managers end up taking the uh, like the it like the Stanford prison experiment of like <laughs> fucking like job titles. It's like I am manager, therefore I am God. Yeah, a lot it's of like, managers yeah, have egos. That yeah. is a huge problem that you end up running into and. Like, I don't like how do you as a company end up like trying to break down that like barrier of hierarchy? Yeah. I don't think a company is able to do that in general just mm. because it's like you can't micromanage how a person manages. Yeah. Yeah. 
because the manager themselves, their position, um, well, it depends on the position, but like most managers and supervisors are there to control the people. Like that's their job. They're supervising the tasks that these people are doing. Mm -hmm. Um, My manager at work has other jobs. Like he's also essentially an engineer that does other engineering things, but he's also managing the rest of us. Mm. So he's juggling these projects just as much as we are. So seeing him as a coworker, um, that's way easier to do. But if it's someone that's just like a superior that's supposed to manage you, mm. I can see how a lot of people don't draw that line or they do draw that line and say that he is basically a, not my coworker. He's someone who's supposed to control me, uh, et cetera. <laughs> okay. It's that alpha beta mentality <laughs> in the workplace that's really driving this. Uh, my original point was uh, back to the incel solution. <laughs> the, <laughs> yeah. the part of the solution is like if Jordan Peterson gets clowned on for being emotional and everything like that, you know, the whole idea of like toxic masculinity is to prevent that from happening. Don't yeah. let people or I guess boys <laughs> and men um, bottle up their emotions and like hide from it. But mm-hmm. then you see someone like Jordan Peterson, who is a good role model for a lot of these people in terms of psychology. Let me specify. <laughs> um, like he gets shit on for being emotional. It makes people not want to come out about it. But then on the other hand, it's like Jordan Peterson does have some fucked up takes or he says something really stupid, especially on Twitter. So where does so, he sit on the line? I'm I'm saying what what should we do as a society? I, I mean, think we, we should promote we can't the things con- that we like and not promote the things that we dislike. True. But that also sets the bad example for things that we're trying to get rid of that we don't like, like toxic masculinity. But then we're perpetrating it for people like uh, Jordan Peterson just because yeah. we like making fun of him. Like a lot of people, or I've noticed this a lot recently, but like a lot of people like on the left, like they preach, you know, certain like body positivity things and like obviously like against like toxic masculinity. But then like, as you said, like when someone that someone they disagree with does something like like the picture of Elon mm-hmm. Musk and his big chest or oh, whatever, yeah, or like, you're or like Jordan Peterson crying mm-hmm. or whatever, like they instantly drop all that. And they're like, now we get the shit on this guy just right. for whatever. It's and like, it's like, and like, I, I get it, you know, cause like you don't like what they say or what they preach or whatever. But like at the same time, it's like, you have no fucking principles. What like, like, what do you actually believe? You know what I mean? What'd you say? What comes along with those posts is always the comments of everyone being like, okay, guys, you can shit on this person, but you don't need to <laughs> shit on their fucking body. And yeah, like that. there are, there are ways to shit like, on them that isn't like yeah, shitty. Those comments, I'm always like, y'all just don't ever think. <laughs> yeah. No. Because it's a double standard like that. Yeah. Because it happens a lot with uh, like gay people or trans people. Because yes. they'll be like, they could be a shit person in general but just because they're gay or trans doesn't mean that you can call them slurs because yeah, of that exactly mm. except you i get to call you slurs why because <laughs> you're my friend and i'm gay <laughs> i recently became this is also kind of just like a weird tangent you recently like, became gay yeah oh shit. Sure. <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> well, like, let me explain because i we talked about i think like at the fifth episode of the podcast i was talking about how like i identify as pansexual internally Mm. because I never I never thought that it would it's just unlikely that I would like somebody that isn't like feminine in appearance Mm because that's just my preference but then like talking to NBs and then like realizing retroactively that I did have a crush on like a dude at one point Uh I'm like well I I feel more valid as a uh, pansexual person yeah that's huge man no thanks it's so funny looking back (laughs) at those moments because you're like damn I'm fucking stupid low-key like 
it was right there in front of me and I really said, no, yeah, that's not you. When it's like, yeah, bitch, that's, <laughs> that's you. you. Yeah. Well, like, I, I felt like that since, I don't know, like the first year of college, I was mm-hmm. like, but I, di- I just didn't care about it. And I, I still yeah. don't put a lot of weight on it because um, in general, I'm like a gender abolitionist. I think all Whoa. that stuff should just be <laughs> like, I, I mean, I'm in the same boat. I get you. It's just, I, I understand that there is good, uh, it's good to have those labels as like a society now mm-hmm. but in general i feel like all that stuff just at the core of it doesn't matter right. it's like you're gonna like what you like you're gonna be who you want to be mm-hmm. so then like after after high school and everything i started thinking about it and i was like am i gay there are totally people that i would like have sex with that aren't women i was like what what do i even define this as and it's you know pansexuality but i never felt justified in saying to other people or people that i was trying to date saying that I was pansexual because I was like, it's not likely that I'm going to like a dude or anything like that. Just because you weren't like practicing. Yeah. And after meeting more more people, I was like, okay, yeah. Because I I get attracted to, you know, different people. It's always, it's always tough because like, no matter what orientation you have, it's always like the 0.01% of finding, you know, the actual right person. I mean, I guess right is relative, Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. everyone wants the right person. Yeah. yeah. I, I guess that is fair. But, you know, it is hard finding someone at the very least that you can break that minimum barrier for. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. It's also, you know, like you said, I think it's just, I don't know, something that like I see on Twitter sometimes and it's very rare. There's some like castigation of like bisexual and pan people like who haven't experimented or done things with men, you know, like casting doubt on them mm-hmm. and like, like you're not really buy or like you know they're just like pick a team you know like shit like that yeah that shit is so cringe it's so fucking annoying because i feel like most people that i know personally they're like bisexual or pansexual but they've never been with somebody that isn't like what would be considered the standard you know relationship i say that in air quotes you can you just couldn't see it (laughs) (laughs) until we do the video podcast Air horn, <laughs> put like Taco Bell uh, <laughs> behind your air quote. <laughs> yeah. Live moss. <laughs> but yeah, I feel like that's something that's kind of a stigma because you're right. I do see that like every once in a while where somebody's yeah. like uh, invalidating somebody else's sexuality just right. because they haven't you know fucked every color of the rainbow. Yeah. And they'll they'll do that even if like you don't even need even if you have yeah even if you have and you just say something out of turn you know they'll say something fucked up about you yeah. like there was a one um uh what's it called he was like a politician in some conservative ass state like nebraska or some like fucking random ass state like that and um and he was like he was a democrat but he you know he was using like a lot of conservative language because obviously there's a fuck ton of conservative people there so it's like you have to like you know, advertise to who you're trying to get to mm-hmm. vote for you. You know what I mean? But like people like posted the ad and then like called them like a smarmy and then like yeah. the cigarette oh, emoji. Yeah, yeah. We, I think shit. we talked about Yeah, this. we did talk about that. But it's like, it's insane that like, you know, someone says something you don't like and then all of a sudden you're you're a faggot to them. You know what I mean? Yeah. You just cast off whatever the fuck. But, um, you know, that's the internet. <laughs> I guess yeah. so. And Hasanabi liked it. It flips yeah. so fast. Whatever. <laughs> Wait, what? what? I said it flips so fast. Yeah, it did. Because yeah, now, now it's gay people calling other gay people faggot. And just, yeah. Because yeah, that that's even, what it is. Like minorities are calling each other their slurs. Just like <laughs> yeah. in casual conversation. It catches me so off guard. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah, like the... Wait, what do you mean? Can you give me an example? Like... Say it. 
okay, fine. There, I will see like TikToks and shit. And like, it'll just be like a couple of black people just hanging out. And then someone will say some dumb shit. They'll be like, shut the fuck up, coon. Or some dumb oh, shit. Like, and yeah, it's just no, like yeah. randomly out of like, and I'm like, damn, like that was so out of pocket. Yeah, like what like, the fuck? Why would you say that? Like, yeah, is that even right? Would you consider that okay? <laughs> I mean, like, it's kind of funny and it's like, it also <laughs> hurts a little more because, you know, it's someone, it, they're they're like you, you know? It stings a little <laughs> yeah. bit more. But when someone else of another race does it, that's like a hate crime. Yeah, they're like, because Dude. it's like, you, you don't fucking know me. My friend <laughs> might be able to call me a coon because, yeah, maybe I did save 75 cents, whatever the fuck, whatever. But <laughs> this white bitch, no. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I feel that. So... For gay people, is it just like, do you think it's okay that everyone's just calling each other the F-slur? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it's weird. I think it's weird. I think it's a little weird. because I, I feel, feel like, like it there... all depends on context. It definitely depends well, on the I context. I feel like with the amount of times I'd call people just like bitch in regular conversation. It's, it's probably like, more it normalized. Make, it yeah. makes the same like connection in my head. Yeah. It sets off mm-hmm. the same neurons. Yeah. The Pleasure. monkey brain neuron be like, bitch. <laughs> Dude, like fucking in like the trans community on like 4chan they all call each other like t-slurs and shit oh, yeah, you know like it's oh, insane yeah. it's so weird but they're toxic in general so <laughs> and like, I mean, the, the yeah but it, it's Street just bets. you know they're real they're people yeah you know? i wouldn't personally do it because i feel like at some point it's just like how how if you're doing it so much how much is it until you're just like being mean or like yeah, purposely using the slur for like, like a liberating feeling? I've said it as a joke, but I feel like the liberation part, I feel like is is kind of weird because it's like, I don't want to just call all my friends the F slur all the time or just whatever all can. the time. But yeah, like, just because I can. It's funny, sometimes know? it's funny. But then, but then if you do it all the time, it's not going to be funny you anymore. You got to make the times know? when you slur special. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just think people shouldn't slur in general. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, it would probably work out infinitely better, but that's no fun. I'm a slur abolitionist. Yeah. <laughs> we should I'm either not, abolish slurs or just, just go hard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to stop using it. I'm not. Sorry. <laughs> it's not fair. Sorry, Zane. I'm you not have to hop on our train. We have to no. abolish them all. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. You can do whatever you want. Thank you. That's not my territory. Thank you. <laughs> I um, think as a white, <laughs> I think tell me. as a white young twenty year old, <laughs> we need to abolish the N word. Nobody should say it, <laughs> or let white people use it in rap songs. <laughs> With a soft A, and that is it. That is final. <laughs> the deal I strike is Jack Harlow can say it. Jack Harlow, <laughs> Jack Harlow can say it around Drewski, and that's it. Oh <laughs> um. Another thing I wanted to talk about was uh, Alex and I, when we're just at home chilling, we'll watch YouTube Wait, together. Wait, stop! <laughs> <laughs> what? We go to the bathroom together. What? <laughs> we have sex in your what? bed. What? My bed? It's my a king. king bed? Yeah, my yeah. bed. It's got enough room. Where else are they going to do it's it? It's about to be my bed. <laughs> Actually, I paid for it. Actually. It's in my name, though. <laughs> it's in your name. Yeah, okay. So if you guys are you renting it? <laughs> No, you have to, like, did you know that when you buy a mattress, you literally, like, get a paper of, like, you own this mattress? Really? Like, buy yeah. a fucking used car? Like, <laughs> sh- like no shit, yeah. I mean, I, I yeah, guess I got it my- is, like, a big purchase, <laughs> but I don't think I would go that extra. I got my mattress registered. It's more loose, <laughs> it's like a contract because they always have deals and shit, so it's like, oh, if you do this, blah, blah, blah. If you did this, blah, blah, blah. Oh, like a warranty? And it's like, yeah, or oh, whatever, and then, okay. like, you just sign it and be like, yeah, I paid this much for this. Oh, All I'm saying sense. is, girl, you sleep on a couch. 
bitch, you're the one who <laughs> You're the one who cheated on her. Hey, with <laughs> our roommate. But it's Zane. I didn't ask for it Zane. It's just Zane. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> just wait till Sean gets here. Yeah. Uh, and then I'm being all y'all's asses. Yeah, we have this a fourth harem roommate is DLC bad. coming. Yeah, DLC coming soon. <laughs> Delayed one more time. Harem yeah. DLC. Well, he'll <laughs> watch. Yeah, I'll, I'll watch. DLC. We have we have cuck chairs in this room right now. True. I'm sitting in the cuck chair. We should set up cameras around the house we and turn you guys right into a reality TV show. Fuck off. That only I can watch on this TV. No. We can upload it to the channel. You have to sit here to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> Someone's just on like the, the CCTV security <laughs> cam down here. You just see us just scrolling through. We've, it's like Five Nights channels. at Freddy's. Like I have power bars. <laughs> if, you got, if I run out of power, you guys sprint at me and just bolt at nope. me. Zane's jacking off that. again. Eat me. Yeah. Bro. No. <laughs> you guys wouldn't commit to the bit? Come on. Yes, I would. <laughs> That'd be an interesting no thought experiment. No. Shred me to pieces, please. Um, what I was going to talk about <laughs> was that uh, Alex and I were watching this YouTube video. Um, I forget what it was even about, but they had a tangent themselves talking about how like uh, indigenous tribes or like oh, they yeah. still exist <laughs> in the world somewhere, like on islands or like in like the Amazon. Contacted ones. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, in like the yeah. rainforests. Alex brought up the idea of like how if we were to, how would we integrate them? into society if at all like would we is it ethical yeah, I don't know if you for could. us i don't think it is ethical. i don't think because i don't think they want it yeah i don't they think they don't want, want it do they even know that they don't they want it do they, they, bro, they've, they do they've seen planes fly over and those planes and come back with is, 50 arrows in them and the well, thing like, is, <laughs> these people aren't uncontacted like they're contacted and mostly have uncontacted gone there. <laughs> <And> <laughs> the contacts have been killed <laughs> that's no, the thing no they haven't <laughs> and some of them yeah but like some they've straight sure. up just murdered people but they don't know most of them they're just people and they're like okay yeah they're just you're cool you can hang out for a couple of days okay bye yeah film your documentary then, yeah. give me give me some snacks i think and get the fuck some out of, of here. them are i don't think a lot of them are because some a of them, them straight up do kill people Oh yeah. yeah. Well, I don't. I don't. I, I don't know the. the I don't know the percentage, and I, I feel like that's hard to judge. In between, I'm yeah. thinking in specific that really well documented, like a cannibal tribe. That's uh, I don't even. I, I know they're well documented. Have I read them? No, but <laughs> but yeah, it's like a cannibal tribe, and like every time we've they. We've gone to send contact with them. They just like straight up kill and eat. <laughs> based. <laughs> no, like Actually, the they have it right. They it's get... like the forest. True. Yeah. <laughs> it's literally the forest island. The fucking armsy comes out of the woods. We're like, we should get these people in society. We gotta, yeah. I want to see that guy doing my taxes. <laughs> Yo, I want to get that guy certified a fucking, as a personal tax there's assistant. There's fucking like Virginia, the multi-legged woman. Like, <laughs> the fucking H&R block. Like, let me do your taxes, man. <laughs> yeah, because like you, how do you integrate cannibals unless we start like selling human meat I or mean, some shit? Oh, we could probably just wean oh. them off of human meat and give them other meats. It's not but, like they're addicted yeah. to human meat. We'll give they them other or meats. Something. Well, yeah, but I'm just saying they still are going to want it. But yeah, I mean, they're probably going to want it, but like. <laughs> so we have to give them a little bit. You gotta give them a little taste. Just a little bit. They have to eat other animals. I'm pretty sure they're not like exclusively cannibals. You right? don't know that. I hope not. Yeah. yeah. Like, no, where do they get harder. all the people that kill <laughs> yeah. each other? Yeah. Yeah, but like, how do they much? have babies? 
Oh my god. Yo, is it the fucking Dude, you're actually right. They probably oh, do eat a fuck they ton of babies. like every other thing, dude. Well, fuck. because yeah, cuz think about it. Like uh, tribes like that, like they have high infant mortality already. So no they're they're like this way. is food factory. This is a fucking food machine. Should, yeah. It's midsummer. But instead of yeah. like malaria killing off your young kids, it's, it's just you. you yeah, you're <laughs> eating the babies. Well, no, they'd already die. Well, do you like, know most how like, a lot of babies like so in those because, conditions, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. A lot okay. of those babies in those conditions die through childbirth anyway. So. Yeah, they're like, well, don't let it go to or waste. like a few years after. So yeah, they're like, let's butcher that boy. Up. Put it in the fridge. Yeah. Do you know how much nutrients are in the placenta? A lot. <laughs> they probably do eat the placenta. Imagine the whole baby. Dude, we eat the placenta. We eat the placenta, which I mean, is still insane to me. I don't yeah. think I could ever do that. I had a teacher it's, at high. It's probably just like me. People make like smoothies. <laughs> It's probably like blood. It's probably like a big blood clot. Yeah, probably. They clean it. What is it, like a bean? Like, I mean, drink (laughs) just straight up. How big do you think? I don't, how big is it? Think of a melon. Think of a baby. Think of the size of an infant and something that has to hold the entire infant. It's that big. And you have to, after you give birth, you have to have something called afterbirth, which is when you birth the placenta. You can't eat that too. What? Wait, yeah, so that's where the Binding of Isaac game oh comes God. from. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think afterbirth was a made-up term? Yeah. <laughs> you don't even know the when lore. you birth the placenta. I don't know that. Because you, you have to said push that. out the placenta. <laughs> I know, but you guys seem She's so fucking lost. Yucky. And well, then, yeah, they, I'm pretty sure, like, I bet they ask, like, do you want it? I'm sure no. you might have to ask. <laughs> Toss like, that shit in the garbage, yeah, no, Unless Gordon Ramsay's cooking it, I don't <laughs> want it. true. People, like, keep it and freeze it and, like, put it in, like, Placenta confit. <laughs> Yummy. Oh God. <laughs> we had a no. teacher in high school that was, like, bragging about eating the placenta. And right. we were all like, bro. <laughs> Yo, I took the biggest bite out of that placenta. I went, oh. <laughs> I have a question. Uh-oh. I have do an you answer. guys, I don't know if you do. <laughs> Maybe. Do you guys, um know at what age a girl stops growing oh my fucking i'm pretty God. sure it's younger what it's like 18 or 17 uh because well, they, they start puberty early i'll say 16 it's anywhere from 10 to 14 yeah That's okay insane. i knew it was pretty young i didn't know yeah. that yeah. also she's also excluding the official google answer of 15 by the way <laughs> did you already google it the range says 10 to 14. We've had two arguments so far. <laughs> the range literally says 10 to 14. I mean, how did this argument start? It says 10 to 14. How did this start? A girl with her own knowledge. How did I this start? Because I think it started one day because Alex was like, he said some shit about me being short. And I was like, yeah, that's because I stopped growing when I was 13 years old. And you, he was like, what the like fuck? Like, I'm telling you, you right now, you're, me- you're remembering this memory word for word. <laughs> I do that a lot. Like, when it's like confrontational, I'll remember. Because I'm not getting it wrong when I'm spilling the tea, bitch. I'm telling you word for fucking word what happened. Okay. So he was like, brain receipts. Yeah, I do. So he was like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" And I was like, "What age do you think girls stop growing at?" And he was like, "18." And I was like, "I stopped growing when I was 13." And I was like, "Girls stop growing when they're like 13." And he was like, "There's no way that that doesn't make that's not true." (laughs) And I'm like. Bro, when I tell no, you, it's literally it's, thirteen. Bro, I re- you're I re- telling me that nothing happens from thirteen to like twenty five. I, I mean, probably mostly brain grow, development, it's just not their height. If yeah. I were to grow past the age of thirteen, do you think I would be five three? 
No, I think you just lost. <laughs> I literally did it because my dad's 6'4 and my mom's 5'6. Those are average, like fucking tall heights. That do, that shit don't even make sense. The math isn't math. And so. And she got you there, Alex. <laughs> I believe it. Because like when I was in elementary school, I remember women were tall yeah, as fuck. No, I, yes. I was literally about to say that. I, rem- yes. I remember a specific memory where I was like, Damn, that bitch has been drinking her milk. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, you milk Johnny. <laughs> You're like, okay, per. <laughs> I had a friend who was like six foot already in elementary school. Yeah. It was like Same, sixth grade. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my God. I did all of my growing in seventh grade. I hit the hardest growth spurt. I was like maybe five, three. And then at the end of uh, middle school, I was like five, 10. Yeah. I was a like, fucking Jesus. twerp in eighth grade. <laughs> <laughs> I was a fucking dork. I was yeah. a fucking loser nerd. Calling yourself a twerp. He's <laughs> like the. I didn't know you back it's then. So I think it's just that yeah, twerp. true. Yeah, because it's like you only could call yourself a twerp. True. <laughs> I was. I, I wouldn't describe myself as a twerp. I would go with dork. Is uh, twerp a slur? <laughs> That's the T slur. That's the T slur. The nerd slur. <laughs> only we can use that yeah. word. <laughs> And Timmy Turner. Yeah. And Timmy Timmy Turner. Turner. Well, he's a dork, so you can use it. Mm. Yeah. Arguably, he gets more words than we do. He gets slurred a lot. Yeah, he does. <laughs> he gets called a twerp all the time. Yeah, yes, he, does. Yes. he does. Oh, my God. No wonder he has also... fucking fairly odd parents. <laughs> What'd you say? No wonder he has fairly um, odd parents. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly why. The do you more not remember he... the point of the show? Yeah. <laughs> but it's starting to make sense. I mean, like a Wait, bad babysitter. It's like, who gives a shit? In the Lord, did he have the fairly odd parents? Because he was. He had he the sucked. fairly he had odd a shit parents life. because he had a shit life. Because he got bullied. Because he had big fucking teeth or whatever. His parents didn't like him. He had any friends. Yeah, his parents didn't love him. Well, and his parents were negligent. Fucking, yeah. I don't. I wouldn't say they didn't they love didn't him. Love the way him. that they acted in the show were just like aloof. Yeah. That they yeah. had a son. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like we have and a son. They, yeah. And the dad was too busy being anti-Semitic to care yeah. about us. Yeah. Yeah. true. Dingleberg. And he had an awful babysitter, so... They gave him fairly godparents to make his life a little bit better. I always thought they hammered in the fact that it was his bad babysitter that he got the godparents for. Yeah, because she That's was like part the icing on the cake. Yeah, she, yeah. she's like she the shittiest. Shitty. Yeah. yeah, she's yeah. the thing that keeps you in your room at home. <laughs> but the thing, the, the creature <laughs> yeah. that keeps you imprisoned, trapped. Oh, like oh, it's my babysitter Vicky, and then, like, <laughs> the shadow in the corner throws <laughs> eyes. Eldritch horror. <laughs> That'd be it, a good. It calls show. me slurs. <laughs> It calls me, it calls me the G slur. <laughs> the fucking Babadook is just like from the shadows and calling you the N word. <laughs> Can we watch a fairly odd parents too after SpongeBob? Girl, wh- we got a lineup. We have a lot of watching. Yeah. I mean, cue. SpongeBob is like 13 seasons right now. We're going to have to catch up. We don't even have to is watch SpongeBob all of still them. going? Yeah. I think what? so. How? It's, a f- it's the fucking most popular cartoon of the Ever. Uh, the 2000s. I mean, I guess, but like how many fish puns can you like really <laughs> I mean, they have pretty up? wacky storylines. Yeah, I feel like a it, lot of shit. It's not fish puns all the time. Yeah. I saw There's like a, a fish pun per you're episode. You're not a SpongeBob fan. You wouldn't get it. Yeah. Have you guys, how many of the movies have you guys seen? One. One. I think they have like yeah. three. Yeah. There's three of them? Yeah, there are three. Oh wait, I think no, I think two. I've seen two. The one where they go to Atlantis, yes. right? Okay. Oh, and yeah. then the later, and then yeah, the, the Goofy Goober one. one. That's the, the only Goober good movie. One. The, the Atlantis one was pretty good. No, I I remember enjoying the Atlantis one. I remember you being wrong. I think I think I the Goofy the Goober was way one. better. Yeah, I'll it was say probably that. mid. To be honest, we should what? watch them. <laughs> the trilogy in honest <laughs> rating. 
yeah. the, the SpongeBob trilogy. We already know the Goofy Goober one's gonna go hard. I'm oh, gonna no, cry. That, that yeah. one's just a classic. Yeah. Like it's, it's on par with like regular Sponge it's, or I guess early SpongeBob yeah. episodes. Also, like I remember being mind blown by the animation. Yes. Like it was like so clean and pretty and like good. The part where they were, my sexual awakening <laughs> was David Hasselhoff. Yo, Loki, in the part where they were like sizzling. When on they the were delight. in his ass. Yeah. <laughs> if, it, if it was in his ass. <laughs> weren't they? Didn't, 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 no, didn't no, they get no, clenched no, the in flag, his butt cheeks? No, it was his no, chest. It was his yeah, pecs. Oh, the flag it was his pecs. was in Patrick, Patrick's ass when he was flying through oh, the crowd. They showed that shit. The fucking theaters. Do you think they're going to show David Hasselhoff's ass for free? I wish they would. Well, it wasn't free, but I wish they would. They would have to double his salary, but yeah. <laughs> How many more times is SpongeBob going to come up in this conversation? Rating. I need royalties for my ass, <laughs> said David, David Hasselhoff. In the director's cut, SpongeBob and Patrick are in David's ass. <laughs> Thank God. Yeah. Like, David, you got to shoot this one. Like, I'm not comfortable. They're like, dude, you got to do it. David, it's just, it's CGI'd in. You won't feel a thing. <laughs> Your ass is going to be CGI'd in. <laughs> that and then it's just like full hairy David Hasselhoff ass. <laughs> Like the the very close ups, like the SpongeBob close ups of like a Hasselhoff oh ass. God, I would love that. <laughs> Something I was thinking of at work, um, just because I was bored and oh, I had nothing David else to do. Hasselhoff's ass. Yeah, I was thinking about it. Um, when do you not? I honestly kind of want to start a petition to say. Uh, at work just to get to. I, I want to try and see if I can like get management. It's not our management; it would have to be like our greater company because we're a subset mm-hmm. of like a larger corporation. So like maybe if maybe if I get enough people to sign it, uh, it'll happen. But what I was thinking of is like there's a lot of places uh, that are adopting like a different work schedule. Like it'll be four days a week, or it'll be five days a week, but six hours. And I was thinking about it, like which one would I even want to do? Because it, it is kind of like a mm-hmm. uh, it's a small thing, but I thought it was kind of interesting. Because would you rather work shorter days but the same amount of days, or would you rather just have an extra day off essentially? I would like, you know, the perfect world of being able to like do both because like my mom's like in a great situation where she can like pick her schedule most of the time for like periods of a time. So she can pick if she has like four day work weeks where she works like 10 hour days or whatever. That's the life. Yeah. yeah. yeah like being able to plan. Or she a wants like the six the hour, five yeah. days a week, whatever. Yeah, my mom's and, in like the same boat. Like she can literally work from home pretty much whenever she wants. Yeah. Like unless there's like a big project or something that needs to be done like on campus or whatever. Like she's chill. Well, good right. for her. Yeah. Well, I'm jealous whatever. too, bitch. <laughs> and I, from my experience, I probably would prefer the four long days. Yeah, just to get a fourth. Yeah. Just to get it over with and have an extra day. I'd probably agree. I would appreciate the extra day so much yeah i don't mind working eight hours i think that's probably my threshold before i'm like just too tired to do anything outside of work Mm -hmm. um because i do come home tired but i i get energy like after just sitting down for like 30 minutes or so and then i'm able to do chores or whatever i want to do i wish i had more time in the evening i wish it was like a 32 hour day Mm -hmm. so i can get enough sleep and do shit but yeah that'd be so fucking that's impossible so the only way to do that (laughs) is to you know basically cut down what we have as a work schedule and America is like really ingrained in the idea that this needs to be a thing, like a yeah. forty-hour work week. Mm-hmm. Right. It does. It really it shouldn't. Doesn't. Because product productivity has been proven to stay the same, if not improve, in a lot of uh, different sectors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, I mean, I think it was either Italy or Spain adopted that mindset. Um. um I mean, I think it was like a four-day work week. Yeah. I I think Italy did it, mm-hmm. but I also Italy sounds like accurate. A lot of sure. um. What's it called? 
a lot of companies in Europe like do it. You know, it's not it doesn't even necessarily have to be like a uh, a national law or whatever, but a lot of companies will still do it. And I've seen some like jobs on Indeed around here that do it, but um I've never seen like the 5 day 6 hours though. Yeah, the, I think that's a little bit more day. rare because yeah. they they like people staying. I, I think it's just better for the day of the work day, yeah. you know, because you get in uh, early in the morning and then you leave like late afternoon. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think that works out just in terms of like the business schedule of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think a four day work week would kind of divide that up, so a lot of people still have the weekends. Yeah, and mm-hmm. everything um, yeah, no, to do I, like their hobbies or maybe a second yeah. job if they're capitalist brained. <laughs> whoa bro <laughs> i work i have two jobs right now no i mean i i, I thought about doing it. i have i enjoy my four-day work week for my one job um for my teaching job it's really fucking chill yeah. and I, it's part-time anyway so it's like i'm only there for four days out of the or for four hours out of the day anyway um at least so like the it's it's chill as fuck right. yeah that's huge but um but yeah i work saturdays so Personally, I don't job. really know what I would really want to do just because I, I would enjoy like an extra day off because I, I just take Mondays off occasionally because I'm yeah. like, I want a long weekend right. and I don't want to take Friday off because like, what am I going to do Thursday night? You know, yeah, Nothing. I'd rather have the extra day to rest after the weekend. Mm-hmm. I'm basically shifting Sunday to another day. <laughs> um, but then on the other hand, like I would love to get home earlier because I don't care about I mean, it's six hours a day. And I would still get it like a lunch break and everything too. So I, yeah, thinking about it in my job, it's like I think I only do about six hours of work anyways at my job because mm-hmm. like I, I get there early in the morning and I'm like setting up stuff or I'm like figuring out what I'm going to do for the day and then mm-hmm. I start it after an hour of being there and then an hour uh, before I leave, I'm like shutting uh, shutting shit down. I'm yeah. like closing my programs and everything, submitting it to the server for backup and everything. Um, and I guess I could still consider like work, but it's not the actual labor that I'm doing for them. It's just kind of setting up to do my job. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say like, I, I think honestly, I would prefer to have six hour work days, but that's only because I, the way I value my time off is that I would rather have more to do in a day overall than have like the extra day because it's like there's only those 12 effective hours of like a day mm-hmm. that you can use at any given point but like getting off at like six you or getting off early like you start work in the morning and then you get off early like at three so it's or like something. then you have like in my eyes at least more time of your day to use overall yeah mm-hmm. so yeah. that's where i'm thinking because i was thinking about what i would even do with those two extra hours and i'd probably go to the gym like i would be able to comfortably cook dinner for myself Mm -hmm. i'd be able to go to the gym and like focus on actually improving my body and everything (laughs) yeah instead of just being like all right i got 35 minutes before (laughs) i have to be in the gym and out yeah yeah and that's not including the drive there um because it would be easier to maintain that kind of schedule uh, especially if you're doing it for five days so schedule wise i think it works out a little bit better um but you're still going to work like every day of the work week, essentially. So right. not a lot of people would like that. Mm-hmm. But also, if you have four day work week, those are usually 10 hour days. Yeah. And like a yeah. ten, 10 hour day, that sounds like kind of brutal. It's brutal, if especially if you have to do it like multiple days like in a row. Yeah. Like if it's not like your off days aren't split. Yeah. If you're working 10 or 12 hour shifts, quit. 
<laughs> you do yeah. not deserve well, it, to be working that kind it, of shit. It depends. It depends if the, if the, the money's worth it, you right. know what I mean? Because like nurses, they generally work like 12 hours, sometimes 24 or like 36 hour shifts. Like they'll be you working should be long getting as like fuck. four days off a week then. Well, they they do. They a do. lot of them like work they like, like they work like three, three days a week or something. Right. A lot of them. Okay. Damn, well, I'm I guess that's fair. Nurse. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then they, that averages out to be like way more than an average work week, right? Because if they're going um, for 36, yeah, prob- just over. Probably, yeah. Right. They, they get like 60, 70 hours easily. That's you know yeah. what I mean? fucking insane. But there's, at, at, at hospitals, there's like unlimited overtime. You right. know what I mean? Like they don't give a fuck. They'll pay you for that. So. When I was in high school and I worked as a lifeguard, one of my supervisors was talking about how he was an auditor. So he just went around to other pools and just like judged the lifeguards and how they <laughs> lifeguarded. Really? Mm-hmm. Um, but he was bragging to me how he was like, yeah, I'm working like 70, 80 hour work weeks. My paycheck's about to be loaded. I'm like, good for you, but holy fuck fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah like you don't have anything fun to do in your yeah. life yeah you're just micromanaging lifeguards 80 hours a week yeah i really do think that we should cut full time down to 30 hours and i be agree paid it more. just makes more sense yeah i mean you guys are on that schedule right you yeah. only do 30 hours I, I think that is kind of the way to go because i feel like people in america at least just only work like an actual usable 30 hours and i think everyone's mindset would, Im- would improve a lot more because you're not like Oh fucking Monday! Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, like Garfield. <laughs> yeah, because like you said, like how you spend like two hours at least, like just like packing or like closing shit up. Like how much of your work, your eight-hour workday, are you actually like working? You yeah, know what right. I mean? Like it'd probably be way more effective and like a healthier mindset if like you wake up at like eight, go in at nine, you're there for like six hours, you put in some like you know like five or or whatever hours of good work and then you're out. You know what right. I mean? Like, you, I feel like you'd have the energy to do that. Whereas like an eight yeah. hour day, there's probably a lot of times where you're probably like twiddling your thumbs or just like chilling or whatever. Energy is a good point. I yeah. the same for my job. Well, yeah, for certain food jobs and things like that, it's different. But I, like I was thinking like jobs. the context of like mm-hmm. a uh, an office job. Yeah. Well, I think even for labor jobs like that, it's, I think it's even more beneficial to change people out more frequently. So yes. you work yeah. like... You have multiple shifts of six hours. So yeah. then like Alex goes in, he does whatever he needs to do. And then someone else comes in because it's less of a physical and also mental toll on Alex working that much. But you also get more done because yeah. you have more people to do that. And yes. it provides more jobs. Yes. <laughs> like if you have those shorter work days, you can honestly, even for salary jobs, you can have like a different, uh, like a different shift essentially. Because yeah. there's somebody at my job that comes in at like two o'clock. I'm yeah. sure there's other people that would do that. <laughs> Honestly, I would do it on some days. Um, and it's just like up to the individual to want to do that. And I feel yeah. like there are enough people to want to do that to justify splitting up this work day. Because not only do you get more people, but your workers' mindsets improve and they're able to do better quality work even for their shorter shifts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't, I wish it was like society like had more night owls or or like night owls like ran society a little more so <laughs> things would be open later you oh, know what yeah. i mean like because I mean, like, we like, just need to integrate them because obviously yeah. they exist yeah yeah, no, yeah that's a lot true of people that already feel like, are night yeah. owls but they just like there's no place in society for yeah. them because they're they have to be forced to wake up at a job yeah, exactly. at 7 a.m yeah because like at an office like you can have like build like a very simple security system with like fobs or whatever to let people in whenever they need to get in mm-hmm. and it's right. like if i just do my work between like 3 a.m and mm-hmm. you know 10 a.m. or whatever like what's the difference between me coming then and like you know 8 a.m. to whatever the fuck yeah because most know what I mean? businesses leave the yeah. lights on and everything yeah, yeah true like the electricity yeah. is running either way yeah 
Might as well be selling shit. Yeah, Yeah. and even then, like, most night owls, they're not even going to want to turn everything on. They're going to (laughs) work in the dark or, like, work with a little fucking lamp at their desk. You know what I mean? Like, nobody shuts down all the power at their fucking office before they leave. Yeah. Unless you're, like, a fucking... Some some crazy shit. Or Alex, something. would you be a night owl shift? Uh, at this point, honestly, no. Yeah, I can't. You've adjusted. I, yeah, I've like fully adjusted to being like a morning person. Morning. Person. Do you prefer <laughs> doing nights, or do you prefer only doing days now because you're forced to do it? I think that my body has naturally grown accustomed to being awake, and I get my energy spurts while the day is out. But I could also probably easily swap back. So I have. Which do you enjoy more? Is what I was asking. I enjoy the night. I like. I genuinely really do. I enjoy being outside because I've. It's just. It's nice and cold. I don't get too hot running around and shit. No sunburn. Yeah, it's just (laughs) great. I just feel alive when it's. So if you had the option to do like a second shift like that, would you do it? Or maybe third shift? I guess probably not because the time I want to waste is actually the daytime. So yeah, okay, yeah, that's, that's interesting. what I'm thinking. You know, uh, like, I want to work during the day so I can experience the nighttime well, because I feel like that's that what be, I the part of the day that I enjoy the most. So I want to be present yeah, for that time. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Well, Rather I feel like you'd a do job. second shift then. Yeah, like you'd want to wake up at like two o'clock and yeah. go in at like four or something, right? And then get off at eleven. Yes. Yeah, that those days right. are pretty nice. The um apparently, I, so I have a or had a friend um who was from Cairo, and they said that like. Since it's so fucking hot out there, a lot of the um like their like their businesses are like closed up until like four or five PM or something, and then they'll be open until like six or seven AM and, and then oh, everything yeah. closes. Simply down. Because just yeah, the it's like so yeah, it's because so, like, they can't yeah. do shit. Well, I yeah. guess it's weird though, because the hottest part of the day is usually like when they're waking up. Because like the evening time or afternoon is when the the ground and everything around in nature is heated up to, because it's wouldn't it be like blessing. when it's on the top? Uh, high no, it's, like it's at, after. Well, that's when it's getting the most heat, but it's yeah. not the most hot, hot essentially, yeah. because everything's heating up during the day. That's mm-hmm. why mornings are way colder than like the beginning of nights. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, I might have had my times been, wrong. <laughs> I might have had my times wrong. <laughs> well, it's, I mean, they yeah. probably do wake up in the afternoon, but they're yeah. not doing much because it is so hot. They yeah. could just be like waking up, eating food. Yeah, that's like their morning time. Yeah. The and then like five and six is there 10 to 12, yeah. right. essentially. I think that'd be cool if that was like everywhere where like people were just like, mm-hmm. You could go to sleep whenever you want, wake up whenever you want, go to work, whatever the fuck. I guess I, as long gotta, as you get your work in and get your fucking hours in. I guess we gotta move. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know if you want to move to Cairo. I don't you know if I want to move problems. to Cairo, but I definitely do want to see it. <laughs> yeah. Nah, it's been the podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>